Hey guys, hello everybody. Um, I'm a little late today. I realized I didn't send a tweet out. So, sorry. I was like, as Russ, I was going to go live, I was like, I didn't even tell anybody that what time to be here. Hello, Kelly. Um, so, hopefully everybody is here. Oh, also, Mason, Adrian, hi, Kara. Hey, Kara. Um, just so everyone knows. sometime tomorrow for the other way tell all which is kind of where the real the real tea is at um car is here though so we're gonna get started hey hey how cute are you i got my disney um hat my I ears i love that so much thank you thank you oh my gosh it's so cute i'll have to grab you one i know i, I know where to get them oh do you yeah i know where to get them weird <laughs> yeah, it's no secret. I mean, I think everyone knows where to get anything with ears on it, but <laughs> you're at Disney every day. Yeah, pretty much. And I love that hat so much. Oh, thank you. Thank you. I figured I would wear it. I'm gonna go take pictures with Santa oh, um, nice. at the parks this week. So I'm gonna wear this. Nice. I'm, gonna, well, I'm gonna make everybody in the picture wear this. So I'm gonna piss everybody off. Okay, so Dee Dee is traveling today. Um, I don't know where. No, I do know. I, well, I don't know. She said she was in Tennessee when she texted me, so she won't be here with us tonight. She's traveling by car, not by Yes, place. she's so traveling by car. So, because you know me, I could be in L.A., Jersey, and in Florida in the same day. You know me, I'll just, yeah. I'll jump on any plane, right? Like, I'll jump on any plane. So, yeah. Dee not doing that. From one state to the next. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I have no yeah. issue. If it's, if it's smoking and if there's a seatbelt and it doesn't say spirit, I'm getting on that plane. You know, I'm getting on that plane. You're not going to stop me. Okay, so um, episode nine of the OG 90 Day Fiance, we got the new couple tonight, um, Sam and Citra. And yeah. it wasn't as crazy as I thought, right? I kind of like Sam too, but I don't, I don't want to stop there. But like Jasmine and Gino were not on this week and I felt like oh. it was an, a break, a needed break, right? Like I feel like, right? We could use some time away from Gino and Jasmine. It was fine. And Clayton and Anna Lee were not on this week as well, which was also nice, right? Yes. No hard feelings. But, like, it was just nice to have, like, a little bit of time without them. But, you know, Closet Mom is, is slowly creeping into being <laughs> one of my favorite people this season. Yeah. Just saying, Closet Mom has a, a special place in my heart. Yeah. Like, I really like her. I feel like she... She, her and um, Brandy, um, Clayton's sister, they're, they're really working their way into my favorites. Yeah, so. for sure. But um, I, I want to talk about um, Justin and Nikki because they went to a wine tasting and they got super, super drunk. Um, you're supposed to taste it, <laughs> not down it. So they got really, really drunk. But oh, before they went to the wine tasting, Apparently, Justin woke Nikki up at three in the morning and decided it was time to give her what she had asked for, right? So, and that's not good enough. It's never good enough. She wants it when she says she wants it, and that's that. But isn't intimacy supposed to be spontaneous and not scheduled? Yes. So I thought him doing that spontaneously was showing that he desired her. Yeah. Because she wasn't begging she wasn't pushing him or pressuring him. He decided of his own free will mm -hmm. that he wanted to be intimate with her. And I thought that that would have been, in my opinion, proof 
that he desired her because that's all she's been asking for this whole trip you need to show me that you want me you need to show me that you want me you desire me he does literally what she asked for and then she's like oh well that wasn't enjoyable for me because it was yeah. morning. most couples they don't schedule in their phone like beeps when it's time to be intimate so i don't know i feel like nikki is just always looking for an issue and then yeah. she kind of found another issue at the hangover breakfast when she found <laughs> out that justin was banging friends uh, it was his version of friends with benefits he's like we're just friends but we have sex and he kind of dug himself a hole because he's like well yeah everyone does this and i'm like no justin <laughs> but everyone everyone doesn't do this especially when you um are like engaged or you have someone applying for a k-1 visa this is the one time i was kind of with nikki here i was like no because she she was filling out paperwork telling the immigration department that y'all are committed and yeah. you were actually sleeping with other people. So I was like, no, at this point, I'm going to have to take Nikki's side on this. That's messed up. You should have been honest with her. And I get that they have been broken up for, what, 15 years? Right? Like, I get that he was free yeah. to do that. But when she started filling out the paperwork for the K-1 visa, I feel like that is because he's like, well, when I gave you the ring, that's when we were exclusive. And I was like, a lot of women would disagree. Before, I think you're exclusive long before you get engaged. Getting engaged means that you are serious and you're ready to get married. It doesn't mean that you're just now getting to the point of being exclusive. And I think that they're not on the same page with relationship. I mean, they're not on the same page with much of anything, but they're definitely not on the same page with being what exclusive means. Cause he kind of laughed after yeah. he told her what he was doing. And I was like, see, that is really insensitive. You know, even to Nikki, right? I know a lot of people don't have a lot of sympathy for Nikki, but even being in that situation, to laugh in her face was really nasty, right? But he said a lot of nasty things through this episode. He also said that having sex with his friends is better than masturbating. He I, did say that. I think she sees that differently. And on two separate occasions, he said, you get prettier with the more wine. Mm, I caught that. And I was yeah. like, I think that he's joking, but I think he's not. Yeah. Right? I feel like, I think that it's supposed to be funny, but that's what he really feels like. Yeah. And I mean, he said tonight also, also, he was like, I get um, male vibes yes. from you. And he was like, I want to get like the vibes of a woman. Like he was saying like, oh, women should cook and they should clean. And I was like, see, you lost me there too, right? Because I'm not going to say I'm only attracted to a woman when she's cooking and cleaning. Right? right. Like that's, that's a stupid thing backward ass thing to say i mean i get what he's saying because he's like oh well she doesn't cook she doesn't clean or whatever yeah you can you can want your wife to take on the role of being a wife but it's not her job yeah right like it's not her job she doesn't have to cook for you she doesn't have to clean up after yourself you have two legs and two arms and you can do a lot of stuff on your own but he was spitting out a lot of nasty stuff in this episode and i think we're finally kind of getting the true picture of Justin. I think we're really getting to see the type of person he really is. Yes, but he said, you're throwing out these masculine vibes, you're, you're being too manly, all this stuff. All, he's made all these comments. So it's very clear that he can't get over the fact that she used to be a man. But mm -hmm. that being said, I've always thought that once somebody, and I could be very wrong, I always thought that once somebody transitioned, that they are fully in their mind and outwardly that sex why did she say 
I used to be a man, so I think like a man. I I still have that part of my brain. If you don't want to be seen as a man, you should not have said that. So okay. just opening the door for him, in my opinion. I agree with you. I agree. Because once you go through the surgery and you start the hormones and your voice changes, you become the sex that you are, that yes. you that you want to be, that you should have become when you were born. So yeah, I think she does reference being trans a lot in yeah. their fights and in their things. And because it's funny because the, the winery, um, the guy who was in charge of the winery, we thought he was going to say something about her being trans because that's where we were always going with her. And yeah. he was like, oh, this isn't normal in our culture. She's much older than him. Yes. And I was like, oh, wow. See, other people from the outside, they just see it as, you know, a David and Annie type situation. Like, oh, she's a lot old. He, she's a lot older than him. But, you know, whatever floats your boat. He didn't even notice yeah. that she was trans. And I do think that Nikki puts too much emphasis on being clocked. I, yes. I think she's like, well, do you think it's because I'm trans? It's because I'm trans. I'm like, sometimes it, it, it's something else. It's not always just because you're trans. Her actions are so outward and off the wall. The shit she says, the way she acts, that poor wine tasting host, I felt <laughs> so sorry for him. Watching them make out and all that stuff and her comments, I felt so sorry for him. Yeah, I was embarrassed. And he literally yeah. said that that's too much information. They were definitely acting too much like i've been to places parties and events where people were i've actually seen it in disney world where people just want to be all over each other and i'm like yeah i don't want to see that take it to the room you know like i don't need to see how much you love each other it was just ironic though because she said this whole trip she was complaining about oh we're talking about justin and nikki she was complaining about how he never showed her that he was interested or showed her the attention it seems like when he gets a little drunk that's not an issue. He was literally yeah. all over her, right? I was like, this is exactly what she wants. He's all over her. Like, literally, he didn't care what was going on. He was just all into her. And I think that's what she's been wanting. But like you said, regardless of what he does or what she gets, she always is going to find an issue. And, yeah. and now the issue is she's sick of him because she found out that he was sleeping with friends. And yeah. I think we talked about this in the beginning because I was like, I don't see if they're seeing each other once a year that he's just sitting around his apartment and not doing anything. Right. I just didn't see it. He's had surgery. He works out at the gym three times a day. Like he doesn't do all that just to sit at home and wait around for her to come visit. Right. I feel like he's definitely been sleeping with women probably this whole time. She's just now finding out he slipped up. It's actually his fault. He slipped yeah. up and gave it away. She wasn't even asking that he brought it off. So I was like, yes. this is kind of his fault at this point. Yes. He didn't have to say that. I'm not saying that he should have withheld information, but sometimes what, she, what you don't know doesn't hurt you, right? She was yes. perfectly fine with the way the relationship was going. He could have left that completely out. Yes, I agree. Hey, Pineapple. I think you sent me a DM. Um, so I haven't gotten back to you about the, um, the medium thing, but I'm going to get back to you about that soon. Um, but I think that she's going to pack her crap and say she's going to leave. But you know... Um, somebody posted a meme. I can't remember which person did, and it was the um dumb, um done meme. Did you see it? And it was every cast member. Oh my god, I have to send it to you. It was literally yes. every cast member who said, I'm done, I'm done, I'm done. It was Colt, Colt's mom, it was Larissa, um, it was oh my god, it was literally everybody. Oh, um, Danielle. And if you look at it, I was like, damn, everybody says I'm not Angela. Everyone says I'm done. It doesn't mean they're done, it just means that they're right. at the moment. Big Ed said it, Liz. Everybody has, oh, Molly, 
everyone because they were just taking footage from the shows and they were like saying all of these people who said i'm done i'm done i'm done they're not done i don't right. think nikki's really done i feel like after almost 20 years she's still trying to make this work so i don't know i feel like she'll get over it right the k1 visa is already approved like yeah. it would be really stupid at this point to just give it up she says she's done but i don't think she's done yeah i agree so um rob takes sophie bowling Somebody said on Twitter that a, a six and a half, a 6.5 shoe is a child size. Is that true? No. Okay, no. Because people were like, her feet are so small, that's a child size. And I was like, see, I don't know women's sizes, but I don't think it's a child size. I just think she has smaller feet, right? I feel like that's a, what's a normal size for a woman's foot? Like six, seven, eight? Well, I mean, it depends on what, how tall they are. Like oh, I'm sorry. five foot and I wear a seven and a half. Oh, so maybe she's um, like on the... Shorter side. My daughter's five feet tall and she wears a six. Oh yeah, so maybe she's on the shorter side. Yeah, there's no like foot um thing about women like there is for men. <laughs> so it doesn't it doesn't correct. mean anything. Like if she has that small feet, right? It doesn't mean anything. There's nothing wrong, you know. So I was just like, I don't think that's an issue. But so we found out that Rob was telling his friends only like twenty five percent of what was going on between him and Sophie, which I feel like Rob is definitely a half the story type of guy like he's an omitter he omits yep. things because his friends were like oh she was going through your phone and they're confronting her and then she gives them the full story and they're like well you didn't tell us that you were sexting girls and, and telling them how great they look and asking them for news like you left all of the things that you did completely yeah. out of it and i was like well yeah that's usually what guys do when they want you when they want the guys to be on their side they're going to tell them exactly what the girl did why she's wrong and then everybody's going to be on your side but I feel like Sophie handled herself really well. I feel like she um, she told everybody what was going on. And I do feel like when she talked to her friend, um, I think her name was Maya, she was really concentrating on what type of decisions she needs to make. Because yeah. does she really want to be with a man that doesn't think cheating is wrong? Or and continually cheating? And I, I feel like that, that's something she really should think about. Because at this point, Rob never admits that he did anything wrong. He yeah. always, um, he makes it smaller than it is. He belittles the, the severity of his actions. And I feel like it can't be a good character trait. I feel like right. taking responsibility when you make a mistake is important because if you want to learn from the mistake, you have to say it was a mistake, just like addiction. If you don't ever admit you're addicted to something, you're never going to be able to quit it because you never acknowledge the problem. I'm pretty sure that's like step one. Yeah. Of like of um addiction and like fighting addiction, you have to admit you have a problem, admit that you do something more than you should, and then that's where you start. And I feel like Rob is just like, it's not that serious and I didn't do anything wrong. I'm like, you have to at least admit out loud sexting other women while you're engaged is not okay. Like right. it, I don't care like if you knew the girl from the internet or didn't know her in person, whatever that's one thing the situation is you were sexting a girl and asking and rescinding and receiving things when you're engaged to another woman you just have to admit yeah. in, in itself you shouldn't have done that and say you're sorry so they all can move on and until he does that she's never going to be able to forgive him which i don't think she should i really honestly i feel like she could do so much better but i feel like she's so invested and so far into this plan because she said to her friend she was like i really really love california and I was like, yeah, but you really, really don't like Rob. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, but this yeah. is part of the deal. Oh, thank you, Donna. That's so sweet. I'm going to pin that. Like, but that's yeah. part of the deal. You really do have to 
commit to your plan. And she's like, I love being here. She's like, I just don't love what's going on. And I was like, well, you picked the brokest guy in California who also happens to be a cheater. Somebody said something really mean on Twitter. I don't know if I should say this, but somebody yeah, tweeted, somebody tweeted me and they said, is it just me? Or do you feel like Rob smells bad? And I was like, y'all are I totally do. Do you I feel, feel like, like that? He smells like, he smells like dollar store cologne to hide all of the other smells. Yeah, I, I was. And then when they showed him working out outside on the concrete today, I was like, ooh, that kind of like solidifies what people keep saying. So I was like, don't work out outside on the concrete, right? Like, don't do that. But and then his shower, when they showed the inside of the bathroom, it was just so dirty, right? Like, yeah. I don't want to be judgmental, but like I scrub my bathroom like with like sponges clorox yeah. and bleach are actually showering in that shower well right because remember i asked you i was like what would stop a homeless person yeah. from using that commutal shower right like because i'm just right. like even if it was like in a gated area and you still have 10 apartments with two people living in each apartment or studio for that matter that's 20 freaking people showering in the same shower that's disgusting. yeah and people they might know too because yeah. you could have company over and then they're gonna use the bathroom. And yeah, it's just, it's a lot. Cause I was like, y'all are mean, but I was like the way that he looks and stuff. I was like, I could kind of see that. Cause I was yeah. like, if I did have to shower outside, I don't know if I want to do it like every day because yeah. I would feel dirtier doing it than not doing it. I don't know, it just, yeah. it was a whole thing. But yeah. apparently- Also, did you see that Tarai, I liked Tarai on the first time we saw him. But he's been on, he's like a reality show seeker. Did you see all that? Well, I know that he was on another reality show. Yeah, and then he was on another one, or applied to be on one and didn't get it for some reason because somebody outed him on something. I think and it was actually Rob who who costed him the second show, actually. Yes. Yeah, it was Rob. So he, I think he was on Love Island. Yes. And then he was supposed to be on another show and then something happened in casting and Rob, Rob applied or something. I don't know what the situation was, but he didn't get the show because of it. And yeah. you're right. And then it, it, every scene they try to insert him in it. And I kind of feel like, I feel like Rob is probably also a reality seeking yes. person too. I don't know. I get that vibe. A lot of people I were like, very, I can't take this, this couple seriously. I just can't. Well, Everyone keeps saying that they get Jabri and Miona vibes from from Sophie and Rob. I don't know if you feel the same way. Do you feel that same way? In a way, at first I did, but I, I realized Jabri and Miona aren't together anymore. But I feel like they were more legit by a long shot than what Rob and Sophie are. Oh, yeah. I don't think that Jabri and Miona ever had a fake relationship. I don't know what happened that it fell apart, but I think that they were in love longer than they weren't. Like, yeah. I definitely feel Rob that. Wants to, Rob wants to be on TV and Sophie wants to be in America. And I think that's that. It's a it's a business decision. It's a business yeah. deal. And it's, it's working out good for, for both parties, right? I My one co-host I had, um, Marshana, she was like, I, um, I respect a good scam. She was like, if you can pull off your scam, I am not going to say anything negative about your scam. I respect a good scam. See, and I don't. I don't. Because that would mean I respect Pedro. And I don't. I have no respect for that piece of shit. Well, no. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I mean, I should say I respect people who can pull them off. 
But I don't like that Pedro pulled him off. He could pull it off because I feel like he really did hurt a lot of people. Yeah. And I feel like he definitely has no remorse for it. And oh, side note, Scott deleted his Instagram. So we're going to talk about that. I this saw week. that. Yeah, we're going to talk about that this week. We can't talk about it tonight because it's not right. it's not time. But we definitely have to cover the fact that Scott is no longer on Instagram. And I, I called him and we talked about it. So I just want to make sure we, we discuss it because it's, it's interesting. But um, so I guess, wait, who are we talking about? Rob and Sophie. Rob and Sophie. Um, but we're done with them. Yeah, we're pretty much done, right? Because she um, told him that she was bisexual, but we didn't get a chance to get the reaction. Their scenes ended and we didn't get anything else. Yeah. Apparently in next week's episode, Rob is acting upset, which was a little confusing for me because I don't know if my girlfriend told me she was bisexual, I'll be like, hmm, that could be a positive me. thing, right? For me in the future, like whatever. Yeah. If, if if not, that's fine. But if so, and it, it does work out that we all benefit from that, I wouldn't be upset. So right. I didn't understand his reaction. I mean, I guess insecurity, maybe, because- TV. That's oh, TV, yeah, because my reaction would have been like, well, you could have told me that and we could have been like on the dating app together. Like I'm looking, sure that's his real reaction. Isn't that what um Tarek and Hazel? Because you remember yeah. Tariq, he was like, "Wait, you're bisexual. Let's get on a dating app and let's go yeah. together." Like, and it can be. But he, I think he barely it, made it to America, and he already had something set up. Right, right. I mean, she has lots of female friends, and a lot of them that are already in the U.S. So there might, like you said, there might already be somebody here for her. She just yeah. has to get that that card in her hand. And then she can ditch Rob and she can live the life that she's she's been planning to live this whole time. So I hope so for her. Yeah, I hope it does. I like her. I do too. So I want to talk about oh wait. Before we get into Sam and Citra, I think we did get Devin and what's her face? Dev uh, Devin and Nick. Devin and Nick. Yeah. Um, and they did go to seriously. You were right. That was the closest airport. Memphis was the closest airport to Searcy, Arkansas. But it was just, I didn't realize it because it's not even in the same state. Yeah. But it was just a two-hour drive. So they get back there. Wait, being bi is not the same as him texting, sexting people. He had yeah. Them. That's true. That's true. She was worried about her telling him that. And then he was going to look at it as, oh, well, you're bi. I was texting people were even. You're right. Not the same thing. She hasn't cheated on him that we know of. Not the yeah. same thing. And I feel yeah. like her being bi doesn't mean that she's going to act on it while they're married. Right. So, yeah, that's not the same thing at all. There are people who identify as gender fluid, you know, or they identify as um, non-binary. It doesn't yep. change the fact that you can trust them or not in a relationship, right? That, that has nothing to do with anything. Absolutely. All right. So, seriously, Arkansas, what do you... Okay, so Nick saw a Confederate soldier statue. And he was a little bothered by that. It's funny because I grew up in Louisiana, so I'm used to this type of stuff, right? Like, it's not necessarily what it, if you're thinking in the 2020 or 2023 mindset, you're going to look at it in a certain way. But you have to remember that statue is probably 100 years old, 150 right. years old. And that place where they are was probably founded by the guy standing on the statue, right? Yeah. So we, a lot of times people are like, oh, we should erase history like it never happened because it can be offensive. America is built on a lot of history. And if we erase, erase all of it, no one will know how we got here and where we came from. Yes. So I did, I did want to say that Confederate, I grew up in Louisiana, so I've seen lots of Confederate um, soldier statues. And I've seen lots of, I, I, there was a plantation 
not too yeah. far from where I grew up, right? I've, I've seen these things. It's part of our past. And we have to stop um, being ashamed of our past as a country. Look how far we've come, yeah. right? Look how far we've come. We started out with slavery. Now everyone is free. Um, we started out with telling people they couldn't get abortions. And in most states, you can get an abortion if you need one. If it's if you yeah. see fit, if it's a medical thing for you, you can make that decision. Women can vote if they need to or want to. Um, we've had a black president. We have a female vice president. We are definitely moving forward. So I just don't like it when people take something from our past and try to make our country look like a horrible place just yeah. based on something in our history. We are moving forward and growing as a country. And we've always learned from the mistakes that we made. Right, like we've definitely learned from those. So, what do you feel about him telling um, Devin's dad that Americans eat greasy food and they're fat? I feel like he's very um, what's the word? What's the word? Help me out stupid. here. Well, yeah, stupid. Well, like, so the way that he says him. things, yeah, the, he doesn't think before. And I know um, with country cultures, sometimes manners don't translate in the same way. You know, because a lot of times I've talked to people from other countries and they'll say something that just comes across as really, really rude. But he speaks good enough English to understand that calling someone fat is not okay. A whole, a whole country of people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, literally. If I was her mom or her dad, I would have got up and knocked him on his ass. Punched it him is... in the face. I mean, yeah. I mean, I understand that in their culture because they're, um, I remember looking at Asian sizes of clothing versus American mm -hmm. sizes. They're not even on the same spectrum of, yes. of like clothing. So I get it. They're smaller people in general, like not just like weight wise, but height wise, everything about their culture is smaller. But to just come over here and say, oh, y'all are just greasy food eating fatties is crazy. Yeah. And then calling this, these people's daughter a piggy and then grabbing her stomach and saying, you piggy. In front of her family, I was like, I'm trying to think what my reaction would have been if that was my daughter and Man. someone had said and did that in front of me. Because the way that his parents react, her I mean, her parents reacted, I was shocked that they didn't say anything or do anything in the moment. Like, mm -hmm. they said something in the confessional video, but I was like, yeah. I would have been like, hey, I would appreciate it if you don't call my daughter fat and a pig, See, I, whether I, I'm I, here, whether I'm I, standing here or not. I could not have portrayed it that nice. I mean, they, they've had Southern hospitality, but at the same time, like, you can't call somebody child names. But yeah. when then he grabbed their stomach and was like, yeah, look at you, piggy. And I'm like, see, now you're degrading her. Yeah. Like, there's a difference between, like, a cute little pet name. And, and then... And she, said, she straightforward said, I have been telling him for a long time that that is not okay. And I just give up. It's not a fight. I want to keep going. But how can you give up? Like, at some point... I would just be like, look, if you call me that again, I'm going to book you a ticket and I'm going to send you yeah. back to where you came from. Like, I, I can't just give up. Like, I don't want to be called names. Yeah. Like, and then he's like buying her pig um, stuff, animal. It's like he's taking it too far for something that she doesn't even like. Yeah. Like, I can't even imagine how it got to this point. Maybe she's a very soft-spoken, non-confrontational yeah. person. Because I know I've dated some women where if I would have said that to a woman just one time, like you piggy, or touched her stomach and said pig, I would have lost something. Two, a knock to the ground, like you just don't disrespect people that way, you yeah. know? And I just think that it, it's important that she stands up for herself. 
And and I think we saw when she was trying on the wedding dress, she's now self-conscious yeah. about the way she looks, which means that he is digging into her emotionally. It's getting under her skin and into her mind. And yeah, I, and her being soft-spoken, I don't know if she's willing to stand up for herself. And that's where I wanted her parents to step in and like, yeah. look, she doesn't appreciate being called that. I'm going to need you to stop. As long as you're in my house, you're around our family and you're around my daughter. Don't say that again. Yeah. You say it again. You're going to figure out what happens to people in the South. Okay? Yeah. You're going to figure out what happens to people in the South. It's not good. Read a history book, right? You're going to figure it out. Don't do that. Don't be disrespectful. You know, yeah. make sure that you're making her feel either beautiful or don't say it at all. You know? I, I definitely want to see um, how this turns out. I think that they are going to get married. I think there was some spoilers online, but you know, they're boring for me, but this episode was probably the most entertainment I got out of them since yeah. they've been on because he's just, I don't know, he just says the most disrespectful stuff to people. And I'm just like, at some point, you're going to say that to the wrong American. Yeah. They're going to they're gonna come after you because he's Man, like- Man, I wish you would call me Piggy. Right? I'm like, you're worried because you're the only Asian person here. I was like, you need to be worried about what you say to these Americans. It's yeah. what you need to be worried about because you're going to say the wrong thing to the wrong person and you're going to wish you never came here. You're just gonna win because Americans are very, very patriotic. Okay, and like, they're such a boring couple, man. They're so boring. I, I'm, they're just so boring. Yeah, I've, I've, I've slept through most of their, their, and I think it has to do with Devin. Just she's very like monotone and and just yeah. there's no there's nothing there. Okay, so I want to get into Sam and Citra because yeah. this is what I was excited about, and we met Sam who okay works two jobs double shift, sleeps in his car between him because he, he lives an hour away, which caught me as very interesting because we can't get Rob to work one job. Right? Right, right. So we got Sam who's struggled with addiction. He has all these issues and problems um, in his past. He's working two jobs and he's um, bringing her over, making plans. Oh, oh, oh wait, I want to talk about the fact that they have to get married within two weeks because she's Muslim. Wait, is it Muslim? Yeah, Muslim, right? And he needs to convert to Islam. Yes. And this is going to be interesting because we've watched a lot of people struggle, shoot, a lot. Like, uh, what was her name? Brittany and Azin. And yeah. like, but converting to Islam is not easy because it kind of reminds me of the religious cult that I grew up in, where it, it just has so many expectations out of you. And one of your parents is a super strong Christian and you're an atheist. Right. Any religion is going to be difficult. It's gonna be, yeah, it's gonna be hard. And I did feel that the dad is being really extra because he's flying over within a couple of, two or three days to make sure that they don't have sex before marriage because it's that but serious. One thing he said really struck me as odd. He said that he has been, okay, a couple of things actually. He said that he is, so he was addicted at 15 and clean at 22. Yeah. He's been clean and sober for 10 years, yeah. but he's, he's only 30. So that's eight years, first of all. Right. Not that I'm not saying good job on whatever. Okay. But then, so he's been clean and sober for eight years. Clean and sober. Sober being the key word here. Mm -hmm. Then he says, her dad's a cop. I need to convert to Muslim, to Islam, to, you know, all this stuff. And then he says... The hardest part for me is going to be not drinking. Not, I can't drink. I can't do this. I can't do that. Oh, yeah. Sober Wait. means, sober, sober means, 
Yeah, sober means you don't drink anymore. Yeah. That's true. Interesting. A couple of things that he said just right out of right out of the gate, I was like, what? Well, yeah, I'm confused by that too now because he did say that he was clean and sober because you can be clean and not sober. Yeah. They're, those are two different things. And he did say that the um, what he was addicted to was like painkillers, right? So that, that would just mean clean. So he might be off the right. painkillers, but he still might be drinking. And, you know, drinking is okay in moderation. Right. You know, if he can hold two jobs, he's probably not a complete alcoholic, right? Because if you're a complete alcoholic, it'll be difficult for you to work two shifts in one day, yes. you know, without puking or pe passing out somewhere. Right. So, oh, wait, she says, um, it's more of a struggle with women to convert to um, Muslim than men. That's, that, that's actually a good point because a lot of the rules apply to women and not to men. That's actually a good point. So a lot of the... Thank expectations you. yeah are lower for him to follow because we kind of learned that with like um even muhammad and we were watching the expectations remember every time she would go out he's like you dress like a whore you don't you know you need to cover everything you need to be and actually i think um memphis and hamza were going yeah. through like basically anything the woman was doing they wanted to change her especially with britney and Azin. you know he was just he wanted her to be a freak at home but then when they left the house she needed to be this complete yeah angel covered up nobody can see anything it's you're right for a woman it is a lot more um restricting how you it dress to me the only thing it sounded like he was concerned about was the drinking yeah that was the only issue i mean yeah because he can still dress the same like when you convert to islam for a woman you have to cover your hair you have to wear certain clothes you can't go around a man you're not married with you can't really leave the house by yourself without being with another group of married women like, there's a but lot of things notice how she was dressed in the videos in all of their videos all their pictures she wasn't dressed like a muslim woman no she wasn't that was that, that was the first thing i thought yeah so i was really wondering if she's like a full-on muslim or she's around when she's around her dad she's a full-on she takes her faith very seriously blah 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 i mean come on i there there's so much not lining up with this couple already so yeah i agree i feel like i want to know more because i know that he said in one of the previews that with her dad being a cop there's a secret in his life that he hasn't told citra or her dad and i think it has to do with his past and he's really worried that if her dad finds out he's not going to give the blessing for them to get married and the first thing i thought was well she wants to get married within two weeks maybe he's not going to say anything until they get married yeah then it's too late because i was like i mean i'm sure the producers are going to be like nope tell him right now tell him right now so we have a good moment but i was like it would be better for him to not say anything at all because he's going to be there within three days and then within like 11 days of that they have to get married and i was like yeah. well once you're married i mean if i don't know if her dad is actually a cop i wonder if he already knows because I feel like when you have when you have access to that, but I mean it's a different country though, so I don't know. Yeah, but he's a cop in Indonesia, so I mean even here we've got jurisdictions on counties, let alone yeah. another state. An Oregon cop can't go to Florida and arrest somebody. Yeah, true, true. I mean, I so, wonder what in a what it is that he's worried about them finding out. Because that was kind of what I was wondering too. Because he didn't really say that he got into trouble. He just said that it was drugs. But a lot of times when you get involved with drugs, the trouble comes hand in hand. 
Yeah. Because when you are addicted, you do things or you get drugs in ways that are illegal. So I was right. like, I wonder if it's it's tied in with the addiction. Because he seems like he has his life in order. I mean, for the most part, he's 30 years old. He's working two jobs. He lives with his dad. But this is much more than we can say about Rob, right? Yeah. I mean, like, I am not casting stones here. I feel like for somebody who's been through what he's been through, he's doing pretty decent, right? I, I think Portuguese princess is right. I think he's got kids, and I think that's the secret. Kids. Okay, so maybe it's not um, anything, like, legal. Maybe it's more so because, yeah, in that religion, you're not supposed to have children with someone that you're not married to. Yeah. And that might be a deal breaker for a very religious dad. Well, yeah. that's interesting. Okay, yeah. I mean, because, you know, in America, if you find a man that doesn't have kids, you know, you won right. the lottery, right? You won the lottery. You should just marry yeah. that man right away. So I, I have to forget that it's it's not that Portuguese, serious. Portuguese princess has, has got, yeah, she has been spot on lately. Like, yeah, how do you know, right? How do you no, but know he sent me a message and I read it and I was like, holy shit, because I have the other side of what she's saying and it fully lines up. See, I, I need that type of um, wit so I can, like, figure stuff out. Because you know me. Y'all will tell me something. You have to tell it to me three times just for me to get it. <laughs> like, I'm just he, like, wait, see it again? No, I tell you what. Yeah, I think that, oh, so Citra has a sister, and apparently her mom passed away. Um, and she's going to be leaving her sister. I thought that was interesting as well because she said family's really a big deal to her. And her, it was just her, her mom, and her sister, because I guess the dad was divorced from the mom. It didn't seem like they were in a relationship together. So I thought it was interesting. So I was like, I wonder if she's going to try to eventually bring her sister over here. Her mom? She said her mom passed away two years ago. Oh, yeah. Her mom passed away two years ago, but then she's going to be leaving her only sister back in yeah. Indonesia, right? I'm, I'm interested in knowing if she's going to eventually want to bring her sister here. Probably. To be with her. I can't imagine, like, if, if my mom was gone and i had one sister one sibling left i couldn't imagine just leaving them behind because yeah. I, I know when you lose somebody how that brings you together it makes everyone closer so i can't but imagine on the flip side of that coin can you imagine leaving leaving your dad behind yeah that's you know? well the dad i feel like since he's hopping on a plane and coming over just to make sure that they get married i feel like he he's gonna be around so wait, can he visit here on a tourist visa? Like, how often can you do that? It's every, like, six months, right? I don't know. I really don't know. How I have to look into that. I think it's different from every country, though. Yeah, you're right. We have to look into that. Because I was wondering that, too. Because I was like, well, what if he wants to come over, too, and be a cop over here? Like, I don't know. I always think of other motives when we're getting to know everyone. Oh, yeah, Portuguese princess is there every six months. So, yeah, he can come over here and see her. And then he can bring um, her sister with him. And right. then he can all be here together. So how do you feel about this couple? I like to do the first impressions. We'll have to get Didi's first impression tomorrow. But well, my first impression is not good. Not as good as yours. Really? Nothing's lining up. There's there's already so many holes in the story that I'm calling bullshit all the way around. So do you you just don't believe some of it? You think it's just all lies? So much I don't believe. Interesting. I mean it could be it could be that the storyline is is a narrative and they're they're trying to get our attention which they got mine but i'm simple no it's not it's not hard to get my attention but you're right there are some things like yeah 
Portuguese princess says there's too many gaps. There are gaps in the story. There's a lot of missing information. So hopefully, and again, they're starting in on episode nine. Yeah. So that is very questionable. So this might not turn into anything at all. We might yeah. see them for a hot second and then it's all over and it's done with. So, cause most people start out between episode one and four, not episode nine. I think yeah. the last time they started someone this late was Miss Debbie and, and um, Osama. She started out in like episode five or six because they didn't have a lot of footage. So yeah. we have to see how this goes. But um, who else was on tonight? Who else was on tonight? Black, Black Ashley and Manuel. Oh, Black Ashley and Manuel. So we found out that they are still planning their wedding, um, which insanity to me because they shouldn't be getting married. They shouldn't even be friends. But Manuel is really bothered by the amount of money that Ashley spends and the, uh, the amount of money that things cost. And then I realized in this episode for his bringing upbringing for his upbringing and how much things cost the 215 dollar or 250 dollar plane ticket he was like oh that's like so much money why would it be so much and then it started to make sense to me i was like he doesn't see the value of money in america versus the value of money in ecuador yeah and i was like i don't think that he more so wants to control ashley or control her spending he just sees so much money because if that was in his hand and he was in Ecuador, he could do so much money or so yeah. much with that money. And I yeah. think, because at first I was like, he's just all up in her pockets and he's worried about, you know, what she's doing. But I think in his mind, because when she said the hotel would cost, or no, the two tickets with taxes, fees, you know, they throw on all these fees, was $613. And he was just like, that's astronomical. And I was yeah. like, two tickets to Florida for 250 He's like, that's a steal. That's like Black Friday type shit, right? Like that's right. a good deal. Like, but he has no, um, he has no way of knowing what money is and how much things should cost because he's literally brand new to America. And I right. have to give him some slack on that. Cause like, oh my God, can you imagine if you took him to a car dealership and they started showing him the MSRPs and what people are paying for cars? He would have literally yeah. a stroke. Like they would have to carry him out on a stretcher. I don't think that he realizes that yes everything here is super expensive but they pay people much much more money for much yeah. less skilled work here and it's like yeah a person who works at mcdonald's full-time can afford to buy a car and yes. i think in ecuador you know you could work three jobs and never afford to buy a car wait what what tell me again what minimum wage is there oh in ecuador no in florida um 12. See, minimum wage here is $15 an hour, oh, but literally McDonald's is hiring. McDonald's in my small town is hiring with a huge sign out that they do $22 an hour to start. $22 an hour to go flip burgers. I would go flip burgers. That's crazy. It's a Here's a funny story. When I was younger, I worked at McDonald's as a shift manager. I made $9.75 an hour and I was making a lot of money then. Mm -hmm. Okay. Like this was a lot of money because I was like a teenager. Okay. Like yeah. this was like a lot. I don't want to age myself. First, my daughter's first job was at McDonald's and minimum wage was like less than 10 bucks an hour. And she was kicking yeah. ass. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, um, 
in this situation, he has to get accustomed to how things work here and how, and again, he's not working yet either. And I think a lot of this will make more sense to him when he starts to work because yes. he's just like, you're sending all this money, you're spending money. And then, and another thing, he's very um, responsible for his family. And I don't know, I don't want to sound like insensitive, but have you noticed that a lot of families overseas, they have like one person who feels like they're the one that has to take care of them. And then the rest of them just kind of sit around and wait for that person to take care of them. What's up with that? I don't know, but it's so, it's literally every culture I feel like has that, that, that person. I, it, it blows my mind. Why do they feel so responsible? Because the rest of the family, because we saw it first with Osuelo's family. Yes. Well, not first, but like it was pretty in your face. Like, right. because he was like, well, I have to take care of them. It's my responsibility. But he had siblings. He had a whole sister who was also in the US and mm -hmm. she didn't feel like it was her responsibility to pay for nothing. So I was just like, why is it there's one like representative from the family and they're just supposed to work 7,000 jobs and pay for everybody and then no one else has, has any responsibility? Like, hey, Tracy. Like, I don't understand that. I feel like everybody should be responsible for themselves. And then obviously, yeah. if someone in your family needs help, you're going to help. But it's yeah. not going to be like, well, you guys can just sit around and do nothing and just wait around and I'm going to come save the day. Like, I don't understand why there's so many families that are built that way. That's not the way a family is supposed to be built. No way. There's no way. Wait, my daughter worked there through high school and paid for a lot of the college. See? These so a lot, and I think there's like some sort of tuition reimbursement there too. Like these jobs back in the day, people used to try to laugh at people who work these jobs. These jobs are doing much, much more for their employees. They're paying them more. There's like they pay for you to go to school. Like if you get a job at Disney, do you know they pay for you to go to college? Like all of it. Really? Like legitimately all of it. And you don't even have to be doing like a major that has to do with them. You can literally go there, get your degree, and go somewhere else. They're still gonna wow. pay for it. Like these jobs, it, it's so. I do think that Manuel doesn't understand the, what's the word? Um, the chance that you can make it big doing something what a lot of people look at as small. Right. Here. Like you could go, oh, somebody told me that they are a shift manager at Starbucks and making like $25 an hour. Like a lot of people, I remember when I was younger and going to college, a goal job for graduating college was to hope to make 15 or $16. Yeah. Now they're paying people at Starbucks $25, like the whole world, like America's a completely different place now. Um, they're definitely paying fair, fairer wages. I don't want to say fair wages. We haven't reached that point where we're paying people fair wages yet, but we're definitely on the right track. We're definitely making sure that where I live that even the $22 an hour isn't a fair wage. Here. Well, right. Because you told me that your the housing costs are through the roof. It's absurd. It is absurd here. Like you would need three of those jobs just to live. It's crazy. Yeah. I, like I said, we're not at the fair wage stage of the country, but we are, we are light years from where we were 20 years ago. Like we are definitely making sure that people that work full time have somewhere to live. Cause you know, 20 yeah. years ago, if you work full time, there's a possibility you couldn't afford anywhere to live. Like you were yeah. really putting in all the hours and you still weren't making enough money. Yeah. So, Oh, I think Ashley said that she wants to spend $2,000 on her wedding. Is that what I saw on the screen? I think I, that's, that's what I thought I saw. So what do you think about that number? Because in my mind, that's a really low, but I have watched a lot of um, 
um, there's a show called Extreme Cheapskates that I used to watch. And there's like these shows where people can pull off things for a lower amount of money. And I think somebody did a wedding for $2,000 before and it was catered. And like they had somebody make the dress, they made their own cake. It's very possible. So I wanted to get your opinion on that. What do you think about their $2,000 destination wedding? I think it's freaking awesome. And I think it's very possible. I watched my, my best friend got married in June and, or in July. And I officiated the wedding. I was her bridesmaid and I made the cake. So our oh. whole table didn't cost her anything. She didn't have to pay an officiant. I did all the extra side things. They got married in a park. Someone brought in, one of their friends brought in a huge fifth wheel trailer for a dressing room, brand new people with all these different rooms. So she had all, her hairdresser. Her hairdresser was her daughter-in-law. So that didn't cost her anything. And then she did kind of like a potluck style where everybody brought a huge dish. And then oh. some, one of her other friends brought a whole trigger and they smoked a brisket and literally rented chairs for like $40. They had this, you know, arch that they ordered that they put together. Like, and she did it. I bet you she spent less than $1,000 on her whole wedding. That's a, that's crazy. I mean, yeah. it's, it, I've learned watching these shows and hearing these stories that the amount of money you spend on a wedding is irrelevant. It's the help you have. First of all, it's the help because I've had people in my family that got married and we would go over like to their house and we would do napkins. I've helped make centerpieces. Like it's about the, the people that are supporting you. Yep. If you can get, and then the wedding will look like you paid a lot of money. It's just the support you have around you. So See, now she got married in July. It's over. She doesn't have to worry about any of the bullshit. It's all done. And now she's not out, you know, thirty, forty thousand dollars Well, yeah, that was the one thing that Ashley said. She's like, I don't mind going into debt over this. Yeah. Now, see, I think that's the wrong mindset. A lot of people think that you're supposed to go in debt when you get married. And it's, it's not necessarily how much you spend, but it's how the event looks and where you have it. Because, you yeah. know, if there's time, you can get married in a church. The church might only charge you, if they charge you at all, like five or $600 just to rent the building. Yeah. You know, like there are ways, a lot of people think that you have to spend 10 grand to make a decent wedding. And I just think that that's crazy. Yeah. And if, and let's be real, Manuel and Ashley aren't going to be married that long. No. So $2,000, right? That's a good, that's a good amount to wash down the sink because that's basically what ashley is doing she's washing this money down the sink turning if on the garbage she, disposal if she took one day's worth of coffee money headed off to the dollar tree that should be sufficient enough <laughs> well yeah oh oklahoma teachers she said are quitting their jobs to go work at quick trip see i, I heard that too there's a gas station here called wawa and they're paying the employees like 15 16 17 dollars an hour and, and the teachers i guarantee you here don't make that so I yeah. can see that happening. Why not? Like why, first of all, teachers are getting punched. I saw a video the other day of like some um, kid beating up a teacher because she told him he couldn't play his Nintendo Switch in class, which is a completely reasonable thing to say, by the right. way. It's a very reasonable thing to say. You're not supposed to be playing video games at school and he beats her unconscious. And I can't imagine what life is like for teachers, okay? You go in to try to educate people and your life is literally in danger because the people that you're trying to educate might actually beat the hell out of you. Right. Like, I can't even imagine. I know that's off subject, but- There was a I, Spanish teacher that was killed in the woods over a bad grade. Oh my like, God, see, I- 
by two boys. And if that doesn't scare you enough, like I, there's not enough money in the world to get me to be a teacher for none. No reason. My mom is a retired teacher. She's been teaching as long as I have memories of being alive. And she worked at a public school in Ohio where she was hit, pushed, um, threatened screamed at had throwing things thrown at her there is no money you could offer me a billion dollars to go yeah. work in a public school and i'll be like no thank you i choose life i yeah. choose not to be killed <laughs> thank you though yeah i would like to see another day <laughs> absolutely yeah donna All you're right the teachers are out here doing the lord's work being a pastor is not the lord's work being a teacher Yes. is the lord's work because you are literally out here sacrificing almost being crucified for, yeah. for doing your job and literally doing your job can get you killed at this point so yeah i agree with that 100 okay so um tomorrow is the other way part one of the tell-offs we're gonna be back dd should be back here with us tomorrow hopefully fingers crossed she should be back home now but she said she hadn't watched the show so dd will be back for this tomorrow and then we're gonna watch episode five of the family Chantel. we're gonna talk about this box of stuff that lydia and nicole sent to Chantel and her family so we're gonna talk about that and then after there's gonna be one more episode um unfortunately i did verify with someone on the show there will be no tell-off of the family Chantel. so the last episode oh. is what we get That'll That's be the end of it. But so we need to contact uh, Winter and River and Chantel and see if they want to come hang out with us. Oh, yeah. Let's send messages out to River, Winter, or Chantel and see if anybody wants to come and talk about the um, last episode, episode six, with us and give us some behind the scenes um, of what happened. And I would love to hear what's going on with Chantel or Winter and their dating life. I feel like. Yeah. We, we never get any updates. And I know Chantel will be popping up on a show very, very soon. It premieres next month. No, I lied. No, no, Lex, it premieres next month. I think y'all yeah. already have it figured out. Yeah. Yeah, so we're going to see a little bit of that with Chantel. But what's up with Winter and River, right? I want to know what's going on with them. So yeah. we're going to um, see if we can do our own little tell-all and see who's interested in coming on. And maybe we can get Scott. Scott did delete his Instagram. So we're going to talk about that when we talk about the um, family. Did he book too? Um, he deleted his Instagram and his cameo. As far as I know, I didn't check Facebook. I don't know if we were friends. I, no, we I have to check because. Oh, yeah, we are friends on Facebook. You're right. I didn't check. Did he? he did. Yeah, I texted and called and he said that he gave me the reason, but I want to talk about it when we have more time. Of what's sure. going on with that so yeah scott is fine i did talk to him yesterday if anybody was wondering so he's he did delete his instagram we're going to kind of cover a little bit of that on the family Chantel podcast this week so we can get a little bit of insight on that and then we're gonna um talk about the other way tomorrow family Chantel tuesday um if you haven't already give a listen to the medium sessions with juliana fisher it came out last friday um we talked a lot about oh thank you we talked a lot about aaron carter on um, the next episode i'm really excited about there will be a segment on matthew perry um she did have a, a session we do know what caused his death and what happened and we are also going to talk about britney spears you know we're going to do a little reading on that as well so if you guys are interested in any of those subjects that'll be episode two of the medium sessions with juliana fisher on the george Massey show um that won't be out this week though next week it's going to be every um, twice a month. So that won't be out this week. 
but next week. But if you haven't listened to episode one, that is out now on all streaming platforms. Thank you so much for um, joining me tonight, Cara, and every single person here. Thank you for joining us. Um, we will be back tomorrow night. Make sure you're following me and Cara. Cara is tagging this video. My at is at George Massey on all social media platforms, georgemassey.com. Anywhere you get your podcast, type in The George Massey Show. It'll pop up. All of the podcasts are there. Thank you guys for joining us. Everybody have an excellent night. Hey, Got Spice Show. Um, and we will talk to all of you guys tomorrow night. See you tomorrow. Bye. Bye.